Hello, everybody. I'm Eddie Braun, professional stuntman, and you are lucky enough to be listening to Then Is Now with Rigor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What kind of a sick school is this? Things are afoot at the Circle K. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. You got spunk. I hate spunk. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Oh, righty then. How you doing? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Say hello to my little friend. I love to celebrate from in the morning. What are you people? On dope? Stop whining. I got a crap on your deck that can choke a donkey. Who is your daddy? I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Can I do that? I'll be back. A day no man! Show me the money! Don't! Up your nose when you have the hole. A what? I'm sailing! I'm sailing! You want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it. Pull it down. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Here's looking at you, kid. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Go to the coast. We get together. Have a few laughs. Hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. I love it when a plan comes together. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. We're on a mission from God. Hello and welcome to Then Is Now Podcast. I am your host, Rigor, and I'm flying solo today. So before we get to our special guest, I just want to let everyone know that if you haven't already seen it on social media, that starting on October 19th will be this year's annual 13 Days of Hallotober event, in which we release an episode each day for the last 13 days of the month. The topic this year is werewolves, and if you want to get ahead of the game, I'll read the list of films that we're covering. So we've got Rod Barnett from the Nashi cast who's going to join us for two episodes and tell us all about the Lon Chaney of Spain horror legend Paul Nashi. We'll talk about a bunch of his films including a couple of his werewolf movies, Werewolf Shadow from 1971 and The Werewolf and the Yeti from 1975. Also joining us for a couple of episodes is Juan Ortiz of the B-Movie cast and we're going to discuss the Mexican werewolf films Riders of the Skull from 1965 and House of Terror from 1960. We'll also have other guests as well, including regular guest hosts Michael and Spency, and of course Bill Van Rin from Drive an Asylum and my co-host on Fright Lounge. 
And we're also going to have the Prince Regent of Electronic Dance Music himself, Dantes Alexander. Now, the other films we're going to cover are American Wolf in London from 1981, Teen Wolf from 1985, Werewolves Within from 2023, Wolves with Jason Momoa from 2014, Cursed from 2005, Dog Soldiers from 2002, The Howling from 1981, and the Jack Nicholson film Wolf from 1994. And at the end of all that, on October 31st, is our Wolfman Roundup, in which we'll discuss The Wolfman from 1941 and its 2010 remake called, aptly enough, The Wolfman. All one word. So keep an eye out for those when they drop, starting on the 19th. Okay, our guest today is Eric Eichelberger. He's been on the show many times before, and we're glad to have him back. He's going to tell us about his new film festival, so get ready to hear about all the cool stuff he's got going on. Class is in session. I have a bad feeling about this. How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? Food fight! Hey, you in my class? I am today. I think you should consider transferring to shop class. Woo woo! Now, now, very few students are severely injured in shop class. Bueller. When you were in school. Bueller. Did you ever cut class? Bueller. Yeah, I guess I did. Sure, most kids cut classes. Good, sign this. Um, he's sick. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell oh, ring and all my kids are not here. Seven years of college down the drain. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. You lack discipline. As long as I'm here, there will be no grades or gold stars or demerits. We're going to have recess all the time. Woo! Go, play and have fun now. Okay, folks, joining me once again is Eric Eichelberger, and he's going to tell us all about his new 2023 Shock-A-Go-Go Film Festival, subtitled Five Nights of Cinematic Weirdness, which is being held at the Film Noir Cinema in New York City on October 18th to the 20th. Welcome back, Eric. Hey, thank you. Yeah, the 18th through the 22nd, actually, five whole days and nights of uh, horror and exploitation, B-movies. Oh, my bad, and, my bad. And <laughs> uh, all that fun stuff. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And it seems like time flew by since your June event, huh? Yeah. You know, it was um, in May. I was out in New York, and I was filming 13 different interviews. I wasn't just in New York, but I was in New York and Chicago and Wisconsin. I was all over uh, filming in New Jersey filming for um, Exploit This. So we filmed 13 interviews. And during that time, it was kind of like a flip for me because when I was originally doing the Shaka Gogo Festival, as I've told you before, we did it back in the early 2000s. And right. uh, I met so many cool directors, producers, actors, et cetera, and exploitation movies that I decided to do that, to do the documentary which is now a series. And, uh, you know, while I'm doing the documentary, I had this flip, you know, of an idea. Well, if I know all these people in New York that are cool filmmakers, why don't I just bring the, the festival out there? So that was sort of my idea. And then I talked to Will, the owner of the Film Noir Cinema, who's an old friend. Uh, in fact, he used to have a video store that I would frequent when I lived in New York, uh, also called Film Noir, Film Noir Video. 
So uh, I used to trade like video with him, burn DVDRs, and we would just trade them, and I could, I could watch all kind of shit, and he could watch all kind of shit that he wasn't familiar with. So it was like a trade. Um, so nice. I've known him for years, and uh, I was like, well, first of all, I know a theater owner in New York. Secondly, I know all these cool guests. Uh, why not put something together? So that was the seed of the idea for doing Chaka Go Go 2023 NYC. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love the subtitle, too, Five Nights of Cinematic Weirdness, and that's Sin spelled S-I-N. I think that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, my God. Well, we've got a combination of horror, several different kinds of horror, even. Uh, you know, you've got everything from, like, Duck the Carbine High Massacre, which isn't really a horror movie. It's more of a drama of sorts, you know. Um, but it's about the Columbine shootings, uh, which was made on almost no budget on real school grounds with real guns. Oh, wow. <laughs> the filmmakers oh. were arrested when they made it. Oh, jeez. And, um, you know, and then we've got documentaries, like uh, you can see the version of Exploit This uh, that's for episode one. <clears throat> and we've also got a, a documentary called Mail Order Murder, which is about uh, Wave Productions, this really, really small uh, company that made these uh, basically like fetish films, uh, but with a lot of murder in them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so there's there's documentaries. There's also a classic shot on video horror like Shattered Dead by Scooter McRae. There's also um, you know Habit, the 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 uh, Larry Fessenden movie, and Larry Fessenden is, is there. There's a couple of trauma movies from the 90s. There's some exploitation classics, a uh, movie from the 30s called Maniac by Dwayne Esper, and uh, the movie Raw Force, which is, if you've never seen it, is a crazy exploitation movie. And that, that part's being hosted by Frank Henenlotter, the director of Basket Case. Uh, he also directed Bad Biology, and uh, he's done a lot of cool movies. Frankenhooker. Yep, uh, yep. And then we've got uh, uh, the movie Blood Sucking Freaks, which is definitely a cult film. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a, a several new movies uh, by independent horror directors all day Saturday during the day. We've got one after another of these cool, totally independent, totally, you know, um, DIY filmmakers. Uh, one right after the, uh, the next, before we have Frank, and then we have Larry Fessenden. So Saturday is a really good day to go. And then on Friday, and we're talking about cinematic, we've got uh, Peggy Sarno, the wife of Joseph Sarno, uh, who was basically the king of sort of the softcore sex movie in the 70s. And we've got a couple of his classic films, Laura Toys, Laura's Toys and uh, Abigail Leslie's Back in Town. Uh, so we get a really cool lineup of stuff. Um, I've oh. got a, a, a movie called Bishop's Cove. That's uh, The director is named Charles Lincoln. He's a New York guy, but he's also the son of Fred Lincoln, who also was an exploitation uh, director. 
nice. and uh, became became an adult cinema director. He was also one of the stars of the movie Last House on the Left. So, I mean, wow. really cool, cool lineup of stuff and unexpected stuff. The movie Limbo, which is by Tina Krauss, will totally blow your mind. That's on Thursday. And the movie Thrust, we're re-showing re it. Uh, we showed it at the last festival. It was such a huge hit. Right. Uh, with starring Linnea Quigley. Yep. Uh, that's all happening on Thursday. Limbo and, and um, Limbo and Thrust, and a brand new movie called uh, Plantasma. So it's it's a combination of stuff. It's like new horror indie movies. Classic exploitation, classics exploitation, and soft core. Um, you know, whole, uh, 90s shot on video horror, promo movies from the 90s, which are totally their own thing. Yeah. And then my movies on Sunday, uh, Exploit This, the, the part one that we showed once previously. And uh, so this will be the second screening of it. And uh, my movie, Ghoul Scout Zombie Massacre. So there's tons of uh, tons of entertainment. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I was surprised to see, and it's funny, Abigail Leslie's back in town. That's one of those movies, when, when I was a kid and I wasn't supposed to, I recorded it off of Cinemax, and, or Skinemax <laughs> as we used to call it. And I think I still have it somewhere in my, with my VHS tapes that are in storage. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that movie uh, is so fun and heavy-handed and great. Like, it's all of his movies, even though he made softcore movies, are essentially like heavy-handed dramas. Yeah. You know, like almost like telenovas or something, you know, but right. in, you know, uh, and, and they're fun. You know, they're all about the drama within the characters. Yeah, and and they're I mean, in some ways they're kind of like plays. They're really really cool. It, I, I love Joseph Sarno as a filmmaker, and and uh, Radley Metzger. I mean, I think those two were kind of like the kings of uh, the sort of avant garde, you know, softcore movies in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, I remember the blonde chicken that being really hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Swedish one. Yes. Yeah. Or. Uh, okay. Yeah, in Abigail movie. Leslie, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's, she's amazing. And she's sort of a catalyst for the uh, drama. Right, right. Um But also, um, the woman that plays Laura, or the, the woman in Laura's Toys, is also phenomenally beautiful and such a cool actress. But, um, yeah. And we have Peggy Sarno, who's uh, Joseph Sarno's wife. And she was heavily involved in the making of those films, and she's in his early films as well. So, or I should say, she's in several of his films as well. So, um, she'll be able to talk about, you know, the making of the films and, uh, you know, sort of comment on her husband as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I, I, I don't know if you actually mentioned this or not, but is Jacob Cohen uh, related to Larry Cohen? That's a good question because uh, Charles Lincoln's related to Fred Lincoln. <laughs> I'll have to ask him, but I kind of doubt it. But, you know, who knows? It's anything's possible. Right. Uh, he's a New York guy, so that makes me think that he's probably not. 
and it is a fairly common name. But um, that would be cool. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many on here that I'm going to have to check out, like Raw Force. I, I, I think I've heard the title, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, you got to check it out because it's kind of the ultimate exploitation movie. And it was a, it came highly recommended by Frank Hennemotter. And you can't beat him for movie recommendations. He's really, he's really knowledgeable. When I went to his house to film the interview we did for Exploit This, he literally had thousands of, of VHS and Blu-rays and DVDs on the wall. He had a whole wall of movies. Wow. And it was like... You know, um, his whole living room, li- literally, was movies. So, like, he's he's just a super movie-knowledgeable guy. Yeah, yeah, he sounds like a great guy. I've seen his first, um, his first three or four films when they were in the theater, uh, Basket Case, and um, uh, what's the one with um, Rick Hurst, uh, the, the parasite named Frank Elmer? Which one? Frankenhooker? Oh, Frankenhooker, I did see that too. No, the one with Rick Hurst where he's got the parasite named Elmer on his shoulder. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. Um, good Lord, I just wrote about it recently for work. Uh, oh, Brain Damage. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. The brains of the jars. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's, yes. The, it's the parasite, and he names it Elmer, and it's like makes him right, kill right, people. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah, now that's. A, that's a lot of fun too. Yeah, I haven't actually seen that movie in a while, so I need to revisit it. But yeah, it's it's really fun. Bad Biology is fun. Yeah. Um, Frankenhooker is fun. Yeah, that's a great one. All of uh, Frank's movies that I've seen, I really like. I won't give it away, but the ending of Frankenhooker is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Oh my god. And, um, yeah, so many good ones on this list. Like, I remember Bloodsucking Freaks. My parents and I rented that. Now, they always took me to horror films since I was two. And even my parents couldn't take that movie. My mother just had to leave the room. And then my father was like, yeah, that, that was terrible. <laughs> but, like, not terrible that it was a bad movie. It was terrible that it was just horrifying, the stuff that happens in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one remains, I think, one of the most sort of, like, over-the-top shocking you know ridiculous horror movies ever made and the fact that it could sort of hold that title you know amongst other ridiculous horror movies that came later is is, it's saying something you know yeah yeah (laughs) what it's saying i'm not sure But this is great. I mean, you've even got Shattered Dead. I remember um, when I was first starting um, something called the Fright Channel back in like 1999. I I can't remember if it was Scooter McRae or somebody uh, gave me a copy of it. And I really Uh enjoyed that one. That was a nice, you know, uh, independent film. So Yeah, and it's a a way cool, you know, um, time capsule because... You know, at that time, um, well, Bill Hellfire, who's a good friend of mine, who did a couple of the movies we're screening on Wednesday, uh, he started this label called Saturn's Core for Vinegar Syndrome. So if people are listening and they're Vinegar Syndrome fans, come out and see this stuff, you know? It's going to really be up your alley. Uh, and we've got a lot of fans, Vinegar Syndrome, a lot of them. So following 
So, um, what was I saying? That that period of time, that sort of you know early shot on video horror or whatever period of time, uh, is a really uh, cool time capsule in my opinion. Uh, where you can't you can't possibly replicate it, you know. No, absolutely. Uh, the period of time in which the Shattered Dead was made. Yeah. And uh, Saturn's core is sort of uh, the the idea behind that label is they're sort of capturing that period of time, you know. And uh, Duck the Carbine High Massacre sort of captures it as well. All of uh, Bill's early films, uh, shot on video stuff, are are sort of in, in that milieu. Right, right. It's sort of, it always, to me, it harkened back to sort of the, the Roger Corman way of making movies, which was down and dirty with limited budgets. And there's an earnestness behind the filmmaking. It's not just, you know, a, a film that's capitalizing on any particular topic. It's, you know, especially the, the I'm talking about the, um, may, you know, shot on video films and direct to video films, mm -hmm. like you were saying, from the late 80s to the late 90s. It's like, there's just something charming about many of them because they were honest efforts you know yeah yeah i always like boarding house that's another fun one that, that went you know was shot on video or or this movie called um that movie oh there's one called gourmet zombie chef from hell oh yeah <laughs> i really like <laughs> oh my god i remember uh, that one. There's a number of them, and they always kind of had these big box videos for them. I was a fan, even as a kid, of those straight-to-video horror stuff. Um, Campbell Campout, that was another one. There's so many uh, that, you know, they and they have a certain quality. If they were made during that time period that you're talking about, they have this certain quality that you can't deny. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was one I wanted to mention, and see if I can call it up here real quick. It was a Scooter McRae film that I hadn't heard of. Um, oh, here we go. Orgasm Torture in Satan's Rape Clinic. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's such that a great title. A I have seen it. And, oh, you have? Uh, I, thought, I was going to say, I didn't think it had anything to do with Nazis. Right, yeah. But, or any of his movies had anything to do with Nazis. But, yeah, uh, no, that's not... That's not fun. Um, I mean, it's it's right there in the sort of subject matter of his other movies, which tends to be like, you know, uh, kind of like strangulation fetish kind of stuff or, uh, you know, murder kind of stuff. And But that one's a little more polished. Yeah. And the actresses are really pretty. And it's, um, you know, I'd say better quality i guess <laughs> than his earlier films that also have to do with that same subject matter and then they just kind of get better and better honestly like his um uh upside down cross stars the guy from jesus blizzard and who's also i guess been in some other really cool movies like recently he was in the toxic avenger remake that i want to see i saw um, the trailer for that that looks great yeah, it looks really good, and I'm excited for it. It was playing at Beyond Fest, but it was sold out. I did get tickets tonight, though, to go to Beyond Fest, 
and see uh, the 4K restoration of Michele Soavi's uh, Della Morte, Della More, aka Cemetery Man. Right, right, yeah. I really love so. So I'm excited for that. But um, yeah, the Beyond Fest and the tickets go fast. So uh, you have to kind of be on top of it. But um, they were showing the new Toxic Avenger movie. Nice. Yeah, you got a lot of good trauma ones here. Um, Tromeo and Juliet. Um, it, it, did you... Um... Terror is one of my favorites because it's, it's so much like Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, okay, yeah. So I really uh, I really enjoy that movie. Terror Firmer. Gosh, I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah. Um, and it's funny well, because... You should revisit it because it's really good. Who's in it? Uh, I said you should revisit it because it's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's funny because that you have... Um, uh, what do you call it? Blood sucking freaks on here because that wasn't initially a trauma film, but they picked up the rights for it. And that's when I uh, I snagged it on VHS when I saw the trauma label on it, even though I had already seen it. You know, like I said, I rented it as a kid. Yeah, they picked it up. I said probably from Joel Reed, and and then uh, they uh, still, as far as I understand, have the rights to it. So um, that's who I was dealing with for that film. And did you try to get the mastermind behind Troma and Lloyd Kaufman to come to the uh, to the film festival? Yeah, and you know what? He had a paid gig. He, he's he's in contact with me, and he's trying to get some people from the cast of the movies to come out in his stead. He was going to come um, initially, um, but I think he got offered way too much money um, to do something else. So he had to pull out. Uh, he was initially a yes. Uh, but yeah, and he, he did sit for an interview for Exploit This. He is, uh, you know, really accommodating and easy to work with guy uh, in terms of like, you know, putting on the show, getting the rights to show the trauma stuff. Um, you know, like I said, he was going to make an appearance. Um, but, you know, he's, He's a really um, accommodating, you know, if you go and visit Troma, uh, I mean, anybody, anybody can go to the office and like they get a tour and they give you free movies and it's just really nice about it. <laughs> That's amazing. So if you're in New York for the festival, you know, because people are coming from far. Um, if, if you're in New York for the festival, also go to Queens, New York and go to train the office. They're really cool. And they will give you a tour. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, super like hospitable. That's so great. And that's how you win fans. You know, you win viewers you, you, by being, by being nice that way and, and accommodating, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So I wanted to talk about Exploit This for just a little bit, but is there anything else about the upcoming uh, 2023 Shaka Go-Go uh, that you wanted to mention? Oh, yeah. Why don't we just give people the basic information? So it's it's uh, October 18th through the 22nd. Um, the first night, we've got Bill Hellfire and Scooter McRae, Saturn's Core. The second night, we've got Limbo and Thrust with cast and crew of those films, including Tina Krause and Victor Bonacore, some of the actors, Lavari, uh, uh, um, 
uh, Brandy Noir, some of the actors from Thrust, uh, and then we've got the um, premiere of Plantasma, uh, and then on Friday we've got both of uh, Sarno's films, the Laura's Toys and Abigail Leslie. And I'm not even mentioning, but each of these days we've got shorts programs. We get tons of stuff. You got hour, an hour long shorts program each day. So a lot of short horror films. Uh, and then on Friday we got Blood Sucking Freaks, as well as Charles Lincoln's movie, uh, The Bishop's Cove. And then on Saturday we've got Hillington, uh, Trap. These are all cool, like independent horror movies. Um, I don't have it all in front of me, but you got Wyland. Wyland exactly at one p.m. We so we've got several independent horror movies uh, by various awesome independent horror directors during the day, and then we've got Frank Henenlotter presenting two classic exploitation movies, Maniac and uh, Raw Force, and then. Uh, in the uh, the late night hours, I'm sorry, I said that um, Charles Lincoln's movie was playing on Friday, playing on Saturday. We've got, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting confused again. <laughs> Larry Fessenden's Habit yes. we've got on Saturday, and then on Sunday we've got two trauma movies, two of my films, and uh, then we, we call it. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the place is called Film Noir Cinema. You get your tickets at filmnoircinema.com. You can also get them at shockagogo.com. You can click on the Facebook event and you can click going. Uh, you can... Um, that's pretty much how you get tickets. Excellent. Oh, you can also check out Film Freeway. There's still time to submit shorts. If you've got a short film that you're dying to play... Go to filmfreeway.com and send it my way. And there's also full festival passes at Film Freeway and at Eventbrite and at filmnoircinema.com. And we've got day passes for each day and we've got individual movies. So you can take your pick of how you want to uh, do it. Awesome. You can go see individual movies, pay that way. You can pay for the whole day pass. 15 bucks for the movie, $40 for the day pass, $150 for the entire thing the entire five days awesome awesome and we'll have all those links in the show notes as well folks so um you can be able to check it out and if you're in the area or if you're able to make the trip you got to get there and see this man because i wish i could go uh, it's just uh just so many great films and like i mean saturday alone has what one two three four five six seven films <laughs> that's amazing yeah, Saturday is uh, Saturday is going to be really cool, and some of these independent movies are really cool movies, and you won't see them anywhere else because these are the premieres of some of these movies, and certainly none of them are streaming yet or anything like that. So um, on Saturday, you can see some really cool independent horror cinema that you're not going to see anywhere else. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's good, folks, to get out there and support the independent filmmakers. You know, with all the, the turmoil that's going on in Hollywood right now and with some of the crap that they're putting out, it's these guys are, are what's making really, you know, creative, fun movies. So I definitely recommend checking it out if you can. Totally. 
So now you mentioned earlier too. You have you've been working on. We've had you on several times talking about it. Uh, a documentary called Exploit This, but there was you had I think last time you were thinking or it was it was starting to form into a TV series. But now it's a is it official now that it's going to be a TV series? Yes, yeah, it's going to be six parts, six hours, six parts. So this is part one that you're going to see on Sunday. It's just the beginning, basically. Yeah. Uh, because we've got so much material, we've got so many interviews, and I don't think anybody wants to see a six-hour movie. Right. <laughs> uh, I went. I went to see Der- Jason Rutherford's movie, uh, which I thought was amazing. Called um, actually it was the premiere of his movie that I went to. Uh, called uh, Gr- Masters of the Grind. That was a four-hour movie. Now, I can watch four hours of, of a documentary about exploitation, but I don't know that everyone can. And I was entertained thoroughly for four hours, um, but I don't know about six. So we're <laughs> splitting it up into more digestible, I guess you could call that like uh, binge-watching. Well, if you want to do it that way, or you can put yeah. it up. Exactly. And is do you have a um, a platform that you're going to be on yet? Can you announce that? Or uh, say that again? Do you, is it going to be on a particular streaming service, or is that still in the works? That's still in the works, but there are several that we're talking to. Excellent. Excellent. Oh man, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to it when when you get the finished product finally. Um, yeah, and check out Jackson Rutherford's movie um, uh, Masters of the Grind because it's totally different than than our series, but it's but it's related. Um, and it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought, oh man, I wish I would have talked to some of these people. Yeah, because he talked to some cool cool people too, and like you know, similar subjects, similar uh, but also different. Yeah, I mean, he's got some good... I'm just looking at it now on um, on IMDb, and he's got some great names here. Larry Cohen, Graydon Clark, yeah. Sybil Danning. That's amazing. Yeah, Graydon Clark, also in my movie. And um, Sybil Danning is unfortunately no longer with us, but right. um, uh, she's, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's got, uh, but not just the big names. They're people that you've never heard of, but they're really cool in his <laughs> Like uh, the oh gosh, um, this guy Lawrence who did the movie Malibu High. I don't know if you ever saw that. Um, he's a real trip. He's throughout the movie. He's a real trip. I like the guy. Lawrence David Folds. Um, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, and he's he's done a bunch of cool movies. Actually, he's produced a bunch of cool movies. Um, but anyway, yeah, we've got over sixty interviews in Exploit This, and um, you know, you'll get to see some of the uh, some of them in Part One, uh, such as David Friedman, Larry Cohen, who you mentioned, Herschel Gordon Lewis. Um, you'll see those guys uh, in part one and then also some you know um some people who are super relevant now to this the scene that we're talking about like uh like the guy who runs severin his name is david gregory is, is in the movie and so 
does uh, Joe Rubin, who runs the Vinegar Center. So, like, you know, a lot of uh, pertinent and interesting people that are doing stuff right now, you know, in the world of exploitation. That's awesome. As well as people that were doing it in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, man. Yeah, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, the wife and I went out to uh, Pennsylvania to the Riverside Drive-In for their annual um, uh, uh Driving was it Driving Monster Rama, and um, the first two films. Is that like, the thing with the uh, Blood Feast? Yes, I was just gonna say. Yeah, they had the on Friday they had four films, and the first two were Her, Herschel Gordon Lewis oh. films, Blood Feast and Two Thousand Maniacs, which I really enjoyed. I hadn't seen them in ages. I heard about that when I was at the John Waters camp. I met a couple of young people, I call them kids, but I, I've met a couple of young people who were going to that and they live out there and uh, and they, they supposedly they're going to get me some footage from it. Oh, nice. So, um, uh, yeah, hopefully I, I need to contact them, but supposedly they were going to grab some footage from me. So, um, but yeah, that one and the other, uh, the Mahoning does stuff. Yep. So around you, and you you just said it's in a wasteland not that far from you, it sounds like. No, I'm up in Maine. So there's, <laughs> there's nothing near us. <laughs> oh, you're in Maine. <laughs> yeah, they, there's, uh, there's a lot of um, cool stuff in like the Pennsylvania, Ohio area for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, Portland, Maine, I know there's a guy up there that does something in the world of exploitation. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's kind of all over. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's a good time though. I think people, are, especially younger folks, they're finally starting to find out about these older classics and and really getting into them. You know, they're it's it's a really good thing. Yeah. You totally. Know, things like your film festival and the, what the drive-ins are doing, it's just amazing and it's awesome because this stuff continues to live on and. You know, like you must be finding with every show, you get more and more people, right? Yeah, we get more and different people with every show. Totally different. Totally different uh, people come out. And they feel the same, but but mostly different and younger and all kind of demographics, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Thank you for joining me once again. And uh, no problem. Thank you. Like I said, folks, I'll have the, the links in the show notes so you can check it out. And um, you can find more of my shows and blogs at havenpodcasts.com. And if you like what you're hearing, please go to wherever you download your podcast from and leave us a great review so the algorithms will help other people find the show. That's all the time we have for today. Class dismissed. This now podcast is intended for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during this podcast are the property of their copyright holders. All original content is copyright Jupiter Media.
For more shows like the one you just heard, check out the Dorkening Podcast Network at thedorkening.com.